and welcome to the State of the Fleet Industry, a weekly video series produced by Automotive Fleet Magazine. I'm Mike Antich, editor of Automotive Fleet, and today I'd like to examine what's occurring in the fleet industry for the week of February 6, 2023. And for this week's episode, I'd like to discuss how today's ongoing sourcing constraints have disrupted fleet standardization strategies industry-wide. And this is important because the standardization of vehicle assets and fit equipment has proven to be a very effective cost containment strategy. By operating standardized service trucks or vans, it improves fleet efficiency, reduces maintenance complexity, and enhances employee productivity since these vehicles typically carry an identical inventory of parts and tools. But the sourcing environment we've experienced over the past two years has made it difficult to standardize fleet assets. And here are some examples from fleet managers on how they are struggling to maintain a standardized fleet. Quote, I needed to place an order for full-size pickups, but was told I could only get them in crew cabs. End of quote. Or here's what another fleet manager said. Quote, when ordering my work trucks, the only ones I can get are those spec for retail customers with options that I do not need for my fleet application. End of quote. And this was seconded by another fleet manager who made a similar observation. Quote, there may be full-size pickups available, but they are specced with all the bells and whistles that a high-end retail buyer would want, not a fleet buyer. End of quote. When businesses such as these are forced to source different models, it creates inefficiency since they're running in a regular fleet of service vehicles. And when vehicles are specced at different trim levels, it creates the potential for employee morale issues. In addition, operating a variety of service trucks or vans adds complexity to the fleet operations since it means managing a variety of different maintenance schedules. And while sourcing constraints promise to be with us in one form or another in the years to come, there are glimmers that we might be seeing our first glimpses of fleet sourcing improvements. And one example I'd like to cite was a published report from the recently held Chevrolet National Dealer Council that says GM expects to return to nearly full production, nearly 100%, sometime in calendar year 2023. And this is huge. And another positive sign that the sourcing environment is improving is that the number of build-shy units, namely vehicles built with missing parts, parked and awaiting for those parts to arrive, has dropped. The number of build-shy units has dropped dramatically, and this points to an easing of component constraints. And a second positive sign is that the number of new vehicles in inventory at dealership lots is increasing. One reason for the increased dealer inventory is that in recent months, there's been a decline in retail customer traffic at dealerships, primarily because of the higher interest rates and sticker shock of today's retail prices, which is illustrated by the increase in the volume of seven-year finance contracts. And what's the purpose of a seven-year finance contract? The purpose is to lower the monthly payments for consumers. This is positive news for fleets that are looking to buy units out of dealer stock. And this includes many fleets in the mid-market segments that do not have any fleet allocation from OEMs. And many people might not know this, but not everyone gets a fleet allocation. And while prices aren't back to wholesale levels, nowadays most fleets can buy dealer stock units at MSRP. The vehicle markups or market adjustments that were prevalent in the past two years are beginning to recede. And another positive sign that fleet sourcing is improving is that manufacturers who previously scaled back or curtailed fleet sales are now starting to take fleet orders. 
primarily because the inventory at their dealerships has improved. Uh, for instance, the increased dealer inventory at Hyundai Motor America has prompted it to recommence fleet sales. Hyundai halted its fleet deliveries for nine months in calendar year 2022, but recently, according to its CEO, Randy Parker, who spoke at the recent NADA conference, Hyundai last October started to sell vehicles again to its fleet customers. And likewise, Nissan announced additional model year 23 allocation for the Nissan Rogue, and it has reopened its fleet order banks. I mean, we haven't seen that in a while. In fact, the 2023 model production of the Nissan Rogue has been extended to January 2024. While all of these are positive signs, it's still too early to say how big an impact this will have in the short term. The reality is that fleet order allocations are still in effect at most OEMs, plus many of them have stated that fleet allocation ordering will continue into the 2024 model year. And the other reality is that improvements in sourcing constraints continue to vary by vehicle segments. So for example, the van segment promises to remain extremely tight for the next several years following the recent announcements that three popular models in the small van segment will be discontinued. I mean, vans were already in limited supply and their availability will now become even more limited in calendar year 2024 now that these three models will no longer be available. Likewise, light-duty full-size pickups continue to be in very tight supply because there continues to be strong demand in both the fleet and retail markets for these trucks. And finally, Class 5 to 7 trucks continue to have extremely long order-to-delivery times, and no one sees this improving in the near term. Another factor is that there exists a huge and increasing pent-up demand for a large volumes of replacement vehicles that fleets were not able to order in the prior model years. But despite these headwinds, I like to view the market as a glass half full and hope that we're starting to see light at the end of the supply chain tunnel. So with this as my final observation, I'd like to conclude my State of the Fleet Industry presentation for the week of February 6, 2023, and I'd like to thank you for watching.